Welcome back to London Live. Yes, I am indeed Jess Brady. Mike Stubbs will return to his rightful place on Tuesday afternoon after the long weekend. When we left off, we had just spoken about a court case involving embryonic custody. And now we are moving to another court case which spawned legislation in France. And it was just passed on Wednesday, this legislation, this new law, which will allow police to find cat callers on the street immediately. So if officers see you or hear you or get the report that this happened and there's they can, you know, prove that it uh, was it's verified that it took place, uh, individuals who violate the law could be facing fines of up to 750 euros. That works out to about $1,100 Canadian. And so the push for this started a few months ago, a couple of months ago, I should say, but it really uh, came back into prominence last month when video of a woman being assaulted by a male suspect surfaced online. Uh, She apparently was the victim of catcalling. This gentleman, well, I shouldn't call him a gentleman. Gentleman wouldn't do that. Uh, This individual, I'll say, uh, said something to her, made some lewd noise and she shot back at him. She, I think, said a couple of things to him to kind of, you know, tell him to shut up or whatever. You know, told him off about it. I mean, good for her. But then this guy comes over and punches her. It's all captured on CCTV from like a cafe or something in Paris. So that really sparked the debate again, stoked the flames of discussion, which is always a good thing for these types of issues. We want to be talking about them, get them out there. And the lawmakers, like I said, on Wednesday passed this law that uh, now allows for fines to be issued when someone is caught catcalling. So to talk about that further, I'm joined on the line by Angela Chesson. She's the sole practitioner at Chesson Law in Toronto. She deals primarily with women's issues and she joins us now. Thanks for being here, Angela. My pleasure. So first of all, I mean, you obviously are are very involved in, in women's issues in your practice. What was your reaction to hearing that this legislation had actually passed in France this week? My reaction was one of absolute delight. This legislation has been coming for a while. I'm so happy that it's finally on the books. And I hope that it's going to be a catalyst to other countries like Canada in taking this issue really seriously and making legal consequences for men who have this predatory behavior. It's interesting that you that you mentioned Canada there very, very clearly as a, as, as a nation that should be taking notice of this. So in your opinion, then, we definitely need legislation like this. We need this legislation. We needed it yesterday. We needed it 10 years ago. This is an issue that affects women on a daily basis. Uh, And if we're going to take equality and safety of women as a serious issue in this country, we need to take equality and safety uh, everywhere, including and especially on the streets. It's interesting because one of the, I guess, facets of this story um, and that helped lead to this legislation passing was a video that uh, surfaced of a young woman who was accosted in the street. And when she um, when she kind of spoke back against the the, the aggressor, uh, he punched her. The video evidence is there. Like you can see it on on the CCTV footage. Yeah. And it really stunned a lot of people. It did. Um, I think the people that it didn't stun were people who have have borne the brunt of this behavior themselves. So unfortunately, this is the reason that catcalling is sexual violence. It turns violent very quickly when women don't acquiesce or when they fight back or when they say something. Women report being spit on. They report being verbally abused. They report being, unfortunately, like this woman was, uh, physically accosted. So it's a really serious issue, and what we find is it leads to more violence against women. 
It's interesting, too, because I've heard of uh, women who will change their behaviors in the public space to avoid interactions like that. So if they see a group of people that they're maybe a little bit uneasy about, they'll cross the street or, you know, there's they're just they don't feel comfortable walking alone, even if it's like broad daylight out, just because of the potential for those interactions. Absolutely, Jess, you're completely right. And we have women as well who won't go running by themselves anymore, won't go running with women anymore, won't go biking through the city because they've been followed, won't walk or attend events late at night. It really does hamper women's full participation in society, which we need if we're ever going to talk about equality in a real way in this country. So then if we are to move forward with uh, possible legislation, as they have in France, with consequences, there's a monetary component. Cops can hand out tickets on the street. I think it equates to uh, about $1,100 Canadian. Um, so that's certainly hefty. Um, but I guess there will be people who kind of question the balance between freedom of expression on the street and the rights of someone not to be harassed. And it would be about finding that balance, I suppose, eh? Absolutely. And I think that the legislation would have to be worded in a way that addressed those freedom of expression concerns. But what we know and what the law already tells us is that you don't have uh, a carte blanche right to freedom of expression. It has limits. It always has. The classic example is yelling fire in a crowded theater. We don't let people just say whatever they want when that becomes an issue of abuse, when it becomes an issue of harassment, or when it becomes an issue of hate speech. So we've always had those limits. Uh, And in my view, this legislation, which I hope Canada will adopt, is perfectly appropriate. It's interesting because here in London, we recently had uh, a movement within our own city council to crack down on... um, I guess you would say offensive speech in the downtown core, especially we have street preachers here in town who um, will shout out their beliefs. And often it becomes very pointed, especially against women who are walking through the core. They'll target them for wearing dresses or going to work or wearing makeup. And so our city council took a stand and said, you know, there was some debate over it in terms of not wanting to... um, you know, step into an area of the law that perhaps isn't under the municipal purview, uh, but it passed. And, uh, you know, these individuals now will have to uh, face consequences and they could face fines for kind of spewing out offensive content towards people that's really targeted to them. So in my view, this is somewhat just like it would be an extension of that. And I I think it would be reasonable in my view. An extension of it, but also different Mm. in that it these these street preachers are targeting not just women, mm-hmm. and they're not just targeting them with sexualized or violent language. So right. I think that that legislation is really important. This legislation that would curb catcalling, just as important, if not more. Very true. Well, Angela, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us this morning, or rather this afternoon, uh, about your views on this, and we really appreciate it. I appreciate it too. Thank you. Okay, we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about pool safety, but another aspect of it. We all know that I'm a big stickler for pool safety, water safety, uh, but this time we're talking perhaps legal ramifications to having a very lovely backyard pool. All that coming up on 980 CFPL.